This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. How are you guys all doing this week? I am doing pretty well this week, I think. I think I'm actually doing pretty well. I feel like there's, like, not that much tea to spill on my end. Like, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of things. I think I'm just doing me. It, it, um, it's like, I'm not lonely, but I'm just alone. But also, like, hanging out with friends and family and stuff like that. And it feels really good. And I also notice, like, better things are kind of coming my way as I've started to focus on me. Like, I know that people talk about that, like, the whole thing of, like, law of attraction. But this is different. Like, this, I mean, this is definitely law of attraction because I feel like good opportunities have just been coming my way left and right. And people are being nicer to me. And I notice I'm being, like, nicer or, like, I just feel like I'm being more myself and I feel really good. I feel like I'm really like just embracing everything as it is. Isn't that weird? Like what? I do not think that that's like that's all I had to do was just focus on myself. (laughs) And I know people say that but like really and truly I'm like okay I I, I think I'm getting the hang of this. Seems good to me. (laughs) But um oh my lord. This is another spiked tea with Ree today. We haven't done this in a few weeks because I do it on the first Tuesday of every month is always a spiked tea with Ree. So yeah, but honestly, it feels like it's been like just so long. Like I just, I don't know. I love doing these episodes because it's when I get to drink and like, you know, unleash embarrassing shit about myself. And that's fun for me because I get to relive old embarrassing shit. And like some people like, they actually do feel embarrassed telling stuff, but for me personally, like, I enjoy it. I like to laugh at myself. I don't mind doing that. I think I've had funny shit to say most of the time, so I don't mind it. Also, for the record, if you hear any heavy panting in the back or a little bit of, like, little woofs, that is my dog. He can't sit still. He's in my room with me, and... Um, my parents left for the weekend. They are out of town. So it's me, my puppy, and my sisters that are home. So that means we're all definitely going to act up. Not in a terrible way, but just, you know, when your parents are out of town, you're like, okay, we're all gonna like sit around and watch movies and order food and shit like that. I already ordered food. I had like some Chinese food and that made me feel good. Even though, like, when I order Chinese food, I don't know if this is just a me thing. I don't know if anyone else does this, but, like, I won't fully order just the Chinese food. Like, it's almost Americanized shit. Like, I end up getting the fried chicken and the fries there because I think they low-key make it really good. I still will get, like, the fried rice, but I don't get, like, the lo mein or the noodles and all that stuff. Like, I don't get all of that. I just get the fried rice the fried chicken and the french fries i don't i like the fried food which it's bad for me yeah but you know i got it i ordered it and i'm happy with that 
and now here I am having a glass of it's not wine um <laughs> this time I think I did this last time actually last time I did like liquor like I did this limoncello thing I, I did it again because we had another one and it was pretty strong for me and these things are tiny but it's powerful it might be tiny but it sure is powerful because it's literally like i took a few sips and i'm already like oh geez but i also don't drink often anyways which is why i look forward to these which is why it feels like a long time like oh wow it's been some weeks since i did that and mm, i actually did have drinks in between that time period like i went out recently which that was nice too because i don't really go out that much and when I do, I'm like, oh, woo, woohoo, I am in my 20s. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> I've just been feeling really magnetic lately and I'm fucking eating that shit up. I'm loving it. I'm just going to keep doing me. And that that's really about it. I've also been trying to um, up my following on my social medias. So I'm like really trying heavy on that. I've been trying to socialize with people as much as I can in, in public or, you know, wherever I go, really. Um, I actually, the funny thing is, okay, so I did something that was kind of like big girl, which you guys would probably think I have done this already, but no, like, I haven't. So I have had a debit card for, like, the longest time. I finally got a credit card. It didn't come in the mail yet, but, you know, I um, set it up with my dad because I didn't know how to do that like on my own. I didn't know like the right tips and tricks. I didn't know that um, people, you know, um, embellish a little bit to get a good credit line. I didn't know that was a thing, but um, it, it set up nicely. <laughs> so I've got a credit card that's gonna be on its way. And then one of them I'm waiting to make sure if I um, am approved for it. So cool, I've ha I have credit cards coming and that's going to do something for me in the big girl world. So yay, I just better pay them on time, which I usually am on the ball with things, but I'm not going to lie, I'm a little anxious. Um, I've never had my own credit card, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyways, this has to do with I, I got the credit cards. And then I socialized after it, like literally right after it too, because what's it? I had to call um, LA Fitness because I want to like uh, pause my Orange Theory fitness that I go to because I go there, um, but I haven't been going as much as I used to. I used to go like three times a week consistently, but now I don't do that anymore. Now I usually go like once or twice a week, which feels like a waste. So I want to pause that at Orange Theory, pause my little account, um, and try LA Fitness for a few months and see if I like that and I stay motivated. Just because like it's it's gonna be costing way less. I think Orange Theory is like around like 150 or like 200 a month, which it is worth it. Like I promise you, like the classes are really good. Like I've lost weight. I've seen a difference in my body. Like I've gained muscle. So it is worth it, but I kind of, you know, I, I'm not going as much anymore. And I actually do want to try things on my own and see how I do stay motivated and see if I can keep myself disciplined. And I'm usually good with discipline, but I've been kind of slacking on some things lately. So I'm trying to, 
you know, implement new ways to kind of motivate myself and just better myself overall, and which goes hand in hand with the focusing on myself. So we're just trying new things. Um, We're just trying new things, trying to um, up the following on my socials, um, you know, just work harder in career goals and um, also like health goals and stuff like that too. And maybe relationship goals. Like, I don't really know. The love life I haven't been, like, crazy focused on. Like I said, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a step back. It's not that I'm giving up on it. I still want to keep my heart open and stuff like that. Um, There's actually been a few people that have asked me on dates, which I'm not opposed to. I may actually go on those, but I've been taking a step back where... For once, I'm not fantasizing about a person because I've had this really bad tendency to um, fantasize a lot. Like if I um, catch some feelings or if I just met someone, sometimes I have this really horrible tendency where I'll be like, oh, like imagine things go well and imagine we end up in a relationship and imagine we are walking down the aisle and like my head literally skips over so many scenarios and just skips to the end. So I end up fantasizing to a point where I've fantasized this person that doesn't even exist because I haven't properly met someone. So um, yeah, it's called anxious attachment. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but an anxious attachment style is kind of basically like you just are, I don't know how to properly explain it, but the way that I uh, understand it is that you can easily become attached to someone like right away and when you are attached you're like anxious about it you're just like oh my god what if they leave me oh my god like I'm overthinking how they feel about me oh my god what if they don't like me oh my god did I do something wrong so that's kind of what an anxious attachment style is like and I have that and so I'm really trying to work on bettering that part of me because I really uh think that I could just do better in that way. I feel like it could make me feel better about myself if I actually heal that part of me. I don't think it's something that will ever fully go away, but it's more of just I have to learn how to control that part of me and also accept that part of me and just heal with it, you know? So yeah, Um, that's how my life's going in that area. And I'm just trying to um, do better health-wise as well, trying to get back into the gym in a proper way and, uh, you know, have some discipline. But also, I don't want to go over the top. I still want to have days where I can feel like I'm having fun and can still eat what I want, but also still be mindful, like, oh, um, just make sure to nourish your body properly type of thing. So it's those, and then also trying to plan um, more things that I can do to improve my career and all that stuff. So I'm just working on a lot of things. I feel like this is just a really transformative year, and also right now is a really transformative time. Like, a lot of people around me have been talking about the changes that they're feeling and um, things that they want to do to better themselves. Like, I've noticed right now specifically this time period everyone is trying to do something new or 
um, fix something or improve something or just grow in some way. And I want to do that too. I want to be a part of that. I, I, I couldn't even say that. It's probably the alcohol, but, um, I, I just want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. I can't say this. Why can't I say this? Right? I want to be a part of that all. Jesus Christ. I want to be a part of that all. Okay. Anyways, um, let me just get into, Oh, God. Sorry, I didn't mean to burp. Ooh, this is already an episode. Um, this lemoncello, I will say, is worth getting. If anybody wants to get some. Let me sip. Anyways. We are going to get into our stories. Um, I'm excited to share these embarrassing stories, as I usually do. Um... But before we get into my embarrassing ass stories, if you are new here, I'm really happy that you're here. Um, And I'm going to tell you what this podcast is about in case you're confused. So this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with re And you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account, at Rihanna Flores. You spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Um, your story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message in instead of typing out your story, just please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. So we are going to get into our first story of the day. So this one is about an embarrassing time when I met a celebrity and ran away. Um, So the celebrity I met was Andy Grammer. And I met him when I was, I think, in middle school. I think I was like 12. And I had like such a crush on him for no good reason. Like I just... He was fine back then. He, I don't know what you guys feel about him, but like me personally, that man was cute. That man was adorable. I thought he was cute. He was like way older than me and still is, but mm, that man is fine. I don't care, I don't care what any of y'all say. Andy Grammer could get it. But anyways, when I was 12, um, I remember I went to a free concert at the Tanger Outlets. Now, If there's any of you who are also from Long Island, New York, like me, then you guys will know about the Tanger Outlets in Deer Park. Now, at that place, Tanger Outlets is like a mall, by the way, if you guys didn't know. Um, Now, at that place, they used to put on these summer series concerts that were free concerts and people could just show up to them. You didn't even have to really pay, I don't think. And so I remember Andy Grammer was performing and I was like so fucking excited because I was playing Keep Your Head Up by him, like that song on a repeat all year. And it got me through a lot in my little 12 year old life. I I just like loved Andy Grammer. And so at the end of the concert, I am like such a huge fangirl and I wanted to meet him, but I had no like backstage passes or shit like that, right? But there's a specific area in those outlets where they park the tour bus and uh, people like to wait there to try and 
meet the celebrity or they want to try to at least like wave to them or some shit. So I went to that very area at the end of the concert. Actually, I think I might have even left the concert like a few minutes early to get there before everybody because I wanted to be the first one there because I'm psychotic. So um, I went there and, you know, I was literally like the first person there, like not the very first, but like, you know, in the first patch, like I was probably in the first five grouping of people, whatever the hell. So I'm waiting there and we waited for like it had to have been maybe 40 minutes to an hour and I didn't care I just waited there the entire time and I was like come on guys we got this like we got this or whatever and like the people kept walking back and forth to the tour bus like the people who are part of his team kept doing that and so every single time someone would walk we thought that it was like Andy Grammer sneaking and like it wasn't uh not just yet and then finally he eventually came And, um, what's it? Everyone's, like, screaming. And I had to, like, run to the opposite side of the street because the security guards were there, right? And so Annie Grammer gets into this, like, mini car or whatever. And the car is pulling out. And, like, we're all, like, waving to say goodbye to him. And do you know, like, where I was on the opposite side of the street, like, I was at the very edge of the street, um, and where I was standing was kind of, like, where his passenger side would be, like, where he was sitting, and so the car is passing by, and it comes right up to me, like, right near me, like, his passenger side is face-to-face with me, with my whole body, and Andy Grammer rolls down his window, I, I fucking, I'm not kidding you, he rolls down his window, And he's like, do you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And literally he comes out of the car and I was like, oh my God, hi. And like, I hugged him and we got a picture and I screamed. It was so embarrassing and like, but I was 12. But you know, when you're just like, that's the first time you ever meet a celebrity. He was the first celebrity I've ever met. And so we took that picture. I screamed and ran away and everybody looked at me. Like, I was crazy, and I was literally crying while running. It was the most fucking embarrassing thing when I look back on it. But it was also like, oh, that's so cute. Like, you're just 12. You're a little baby being excited and fangirly. <coughs> oh, God, that gulp got me. It went down the wrong pipe. But it was just so cute. And, like, I still love Andy Grammer for that reason. Because, like, he just literally was like, do you want a picture? Like, he got out of his car for me. Not to be, like, a Leo. Like, that Leo energy. But I am a Leo. So, yeah. But I was literally just like, "Ah, about me? (laughs) But I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, Andy Grammer. But yeah, that's the story of how I met Andy Grammer and ran away like like an idiot. Anyways, uh, we're going to get into our second story of the day. So this one is real embarrassing, I'm not going to lie. Like, this one still kind of makes me die on the inside because I'm just like, fuck. Like, when I look back on this. Okay, so growing up, like, I went... Oh my god, I didn't even send... <laughs> fuck. Let me not forget the title. This is how I know I'm getting, like, (laughs) tipsy. Okay, so the title of this is Some Girl Touched My Weave on Accident Then Told Everyone. So this, I was, like, so fucking embarrassed because it was middle school. 
Alright, so let me give you some backstory. So growing up, I went to a predominantly white Catholic school, like for like all of preschool, like in elementary school and middle school and high school and college. Pr- pretty much my whole fucking life, I've gone to predominantly white Catholic schools. That's just how it was. And so I went to this school when I was younger, and like I said, I was predominantly white. So whenever I wore like a weave or got my hair done or just anything with my hair, like all the white kids were always like mad curious for no reason. You know what I mean? And that's not to bash anybody either, but you know, they don't see culture that much, you know? Like if it's a a school that's not that diverse, they're obviously not going to be used to like someone who's very cultural, who's someone who has a different culture, someone who, someone who's fucking black, someone who's a minority. Like, you know, they're not going to be used to any culture or minority. And so, you know, I'm black, I'm Trinidadian. And so, um, what's it? I came into school one day and it was the first time I ever like got a weave. And it wasn't one of those weaves where it's like you, you braid your natural hair and then sew it onto the braids. Like I got one of those weaves where you just glue it on to your scalp. Like you know where you part your hair in between and then you glue it on the part that you made and then you um, like you put another row of your natural hair on top of it and then so on and so on. Do you know what I mean? I hope you know what I mean. Um, If you don't, try to Google it. But basically I just like glued extensions in between my natural hair and parted up my natural hair and everything. It was a weave. So anyways, I came into school one day, this is my first time wearing this goddamn weave, and it was because my little eighth grade formal was going to be happening soon or whatever. And so I remember I went into school, everyone was like, your hair looks so good, blah, 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 whatever. And no one had a clue, you know, like no one was used to that until what's it we had to go to church later on in that day because when you go to a catholic school like that you still um during school hours like we would go to the church across the street we would all have to walk in a group and go to the church together and so we were sitting down practicing i think our eighth grade graduation or whatever and so we're all practicing and sitting together and this girl her name's nicole fucking nicole she comes up to me and I think she was just trying to like touch my hair. I don't know what the fuck she was trying to do. Maybe she was trying to braid my hair or what. So she goes to touch my hair and she goes <gasps> and like pulls her hand away like really fast. Like it was like real dramatic. And she was like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> and I was like, bitch, like I didn't say that, but I'm just thinking to myself like, oh fuck, right? Like. Because you never want anybody to know that it's not your hair. Like, at that age, you don't want anybody to know that that's not your hair. I feel like now, like, in the type of generation we're in, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But back then, that shit mattered. That shit mattered. Because that was in, like, 2012 era. So, like, that shit mattered. And so, she was like, oh my god, what is that? And I was like, oh, well, I got extensions. And I said extensions, because when you say weave, like, in a school like that, kids are like, ooh, that's ghetto. But it's like, everybody gets fucking extensions and fucking weaves, right? But, you know, I, I said it in, like, practically the whitewashed way. So I was like, yeah, I got extensions, right? And so, 
I was like, I got extensions. And uh, she was all like, oh my God, what? Like, what is that? Is that horse hair? I was like, girl, no, like I paid for these. This is human hair that is used. I don't use horse hair, like what? And she made it a whole big deal. And she, she was like, hey, everyone, like Rihanna has like horse hair in her hair. And I was like, no guys, it's a human hair. And they were like, oh my God, that's not your hair. Like everybody. So every single little like white girl came up to me and they were touching my hair and they were all like, oh my God, it feels so real. Oh my God, how do you do that? And like asking all these questions and shit. It was so fucking uncomfortable. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, today's the day to kill myself because (laughs) it was so embarrassing. And to top it off, all of the fucking eighth grade boys were watching this shit. So it was just so embarrassing. And for a girl who's a minority growing up in a predominantly white school like that, like, you want to be noticed sometimes, but not in that way. Like, that shit was embarrassing badly. So, yeah, that's the story of that. It was super embarrassing. I literally wanted to die. I was just like, why is this happening to me? So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a sip after that, because <laughs> I'm still embarrassed. Uh, anyways, we are gonna get into our third and final story of the day. So this one is a really cringy, disgusting hookup story, and you guys are gonna laugh because I literally couldn't handle this shit. I could not handle this. So, this happened some months ago, not like some months, several months ago. Like, this happened over the summer, I think maybe like the very beginning of summer, or maybe even before that, like right before summer. Anyways, it happened a long fucking time ago, okay? That's the point. So, I remember, um, what's it? I was like in the talking stages with someone and I was getting to know them, and I wasn't sure about them yet. So because I wasn't sure about them yet, I still wanted to have my fun and, like, hook up. And I also kind of wanted to see if, like, if I hooked up with someone, would it feel wrong? Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, if I kiss someone else, will that tell me whether or not, like, how strong my feelings are for the person that I'm talking to? And that's not meant to be in any type of like bad way or anything but it's like sometimes I like to be sure where I'm like do I truthfully like this person or do I still need to explore my options like how will it make me feel if I just go and continue exploring so that's what I do sometimes um because I like to be sure and I'm doing all the time like if I really really like someone like I just don't feel the need to do all of that but if I'm unsure then I like to try and make sure. Anyways, point is, I went and I decided to hook up with someone um, before I, you know, decided I really liked the person that I was talking to. And so this guy, we had matched on, I think, Bumble. And I think we actually did FaceTime before meeting up. And he sounded fine on the phone and he looked okay on the phone. I mean, he wasn't showing that much of his face, but you know, he seemed fine. So we end up meeting in this like parking lot and it was a parking lot during the day. Now, sometimes I've done hookups in a parking lot and it was like, 
you know, midday. I thought I thought the parking lot was going to be a little more empty, so it was kind of hard to do anything. But, you know, <laughs> by the time I met him, I didn't even want to do anything cuz see, what had happened was I meet him in this parking lot. I park my car and then he pulls up like next to me and I look over and I'm immediately like, "No." Like, this is awful. Like, he looks completely different in person. Like, I was just bamboozled bad. I was just like, oh, fuck, right? And so I see him in this, like, gym outfit. But it's like an obnoxious gym outfit. Like, he's wearing one of those tank tops. Like, a really badly cut tank top. And then he has this big, big jug of water. Which he picks up with one hand and drinks it right before and then like he nods at me like does that stupid boy nod at a woman and I was just like oh no I just know this is gonna be bad right so I got out of my car anyways and I marched over to the car and I go to sit down in his car and I hated this entire interaction already because it was just the fact that I had to get out of my car like he couldn't come to my car whatever though so I got into his car I sat down and I was like hi how are you And when I tell you, his voice was different from our little, like, two-minute FaceTime call. Like, just different. I don't know how this happened. I don't know if he had a cold or... I have no fucking idea. But when I tell you, he was like, hi, how are you? (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? He was like, hi, how are you? Like, literally. And... (laughs) It took everything in me not to fucking laugh, you know? I had to take a sip, but oh my god. It took everything in me not to laugh because I was just like, um, hi, like, how is everything? How was your day, right? And then we're talking to each other. We're we're making small talk, right? And mind you, at that point, we're like two minutes into the date making this small talk. The small talk proceeds, and then all of a sudden he's asking me, like, what I do for work and this, that, or whatever, and I'm telling him, and he's like, oh, that's really cool, and by that point, it had been, like, maybe five more minutes into the date, and he's like, yeah, that's cool, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden it gets real quiet, and I was like, oh, fuck, I just know, I just simply know, right? And so he immediately is like, that's cool. And then goes right in to kiss me. Goes right in immediately. And the way he moved in was so disgusting. Like he did it nasty and slow. And when I looked at his lips, his lips were busted up. And when he was going in, his breath smelled bad. Like real bad. Like really, really bad. And then he kisses me. He kisses me. And it feels so nasty against my lips. I immediately was like, inside in my head. I was literally just like, yep, it's time to kill myself. Time to kill myself right here, right here in the spot. I will die. Like, this is the way to kill me. It was slimy. It was gross. It was slobbery. I just was like, oh. And so I pulled away and I was like, I I literally giggled like that. I was like, (laughs) and then he did the same thing. He was like, (laughs) and then he tries to go in for another. And I I pull away again and I'm like, 
Um, I actually remembered, I, I actually really have to go, um, I'm gonna be kind of late to work, like, I, I figured I'd do this before work, and I'm gonna be late to work, right? So I make up that excuse, and I get out of the car, and I'm like, oh, so sorry, so sorry, and I, like, left. And he was like, oh, like, hope to see you soon. I'm like, motherfucker, no! So I left, I left, I was done, I was literally not with it. And as soon as I got back into my car, as soon as I drove off, I immediately unmatched him off of Bumble and I immediately unadded him off Snapchat and everything. And um, he texted me and he was like, wow. And I just blocked his number. I didn't give a fuck. I was straight up just like, this is so disgusting. I hated every second of it. I thought his breath was icky. His kiss was slobbery. And you know when you just don't feel the energy? You know when you just can sense that someone actually just doesn't give a fuck to talk to you in like a proper human interaction way and it's just like so staged and fake? Like I just hate when guys are having a hookup with you and they treat you like a hookup. Does that- do you know what I mean? Like I don't like when someone can't just have a normal human interaction with you regardless of circumstance. Like, I don't appreciate when someone can't just be their normal selves and just talk to you and actually give a shit while talking to you. Like, I hate this whole stage out of like, oh, hi, how are you? What do you do for work? What's your favorite color? Mm, Let me kiss you. I fucking hate that shit. It's like, I have done that a billion times in my lifetime. I didn't want to do that again, you know? So that was enough for me to be like, nah, I'm out of here. And do you know how long that whole interaction was? Seven fucking minutes. Seven minutes. And I left. Seven minutes. That's all it took. You know how bad that is? Do you know how bad that is that someone felt the need? Me. I'm referencing me. I felt the need to leave in seven minutes because of this person's horrible human interactions. Do you know how bad that is? Like, I hope that he is doing well. I hope that he reflected and like maybe recognized or learned something out of that 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 was just a horrible way to go about that like just be be real like don't be fake and like stage this whole thing and just get to it like at least have a normal conversation and connect a little bit how else is a hookup supposed to go well if you just go straight into it that's not fun like you gotta have some foreplay you can't just like go into it I feel like you gotta at least have like good conversation and some foreplay ahead of time and I don't mean foreplay like physically I mean foreplay mentally like sometimes you gotta have the nice sexy witty conversation going back and forth to stir up the pot like what the fuck like how how is it fun you know what I mean I don't know that's just my personal opinion but I was just like ugh, icky icky boy We'll never do that again. Like, ugh, just bleh. Next. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, so those are all of my stories for the day. Thank you so much for listening to all of them. It's always embarrassing to share stuff, but I love sharing stuff with you guys like that because you guys always share things with me. So when I share embarrassing stuff, it's kind of like me humbling myself and loosening up all over again and just having fun with it and I always do love to have fun with you guys so thank you for joining as always 
And we are going to close out today's episode with our usual sound healing meditation. So let's clear all the energy out. And so, yeah, we're going to sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. joining today's episode it always means the most to me when you guys join i always appreciate you guys as i've said and i will say over and over and over and if you are new here and you made it this far you like listen to the whole thing i just burped um i appreciate you very much and i really am grateful and I hope that you like and subscribe and follow me on all of my other socials. It would mean the most to me. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you, everybody. I love you all. And I hope you guys have the bestest week ever. And I will see you guys all next week. Goodbye.